This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackham Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackham. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, Oklahoma's favorite podcast. Yeah. 100% auditorial pleasure. Dig it. And three, two, one. Welcome and welcome back to the show from God's Own Wood, the Elijah Bailey Show, where we believe that Luffy is that Nika. And uh, right now, anime is just killing the game. Uh, I'm Elijah 5000. Thank you guys for joining me today for the 308th episode of the Elijah Bailey Show. We're about to get into it. And hold up just one minute i don't know my mic might be a little bit sensitive so if i blew your eardrums out i'm sorry that's just a side effect of the show uh i am just waking up it has been a very long rough and brutal uh existence for me this last <laughs> this last fucking week uh but the uh tracks and shit that you heard just a minute ago are from rifty beats the official music of the show uh you can find all information about rifty beats on youtube but he also has a spotify playlist now what i will say the spotify playlist is dope as fuck but it does not have the new stuff, the new content, like the song you just heard, which was another Naruto remix. He does pop culture and anime remixes. He had lately been doing a lot of uh, uh, Attack on Titan for the final season. Uh, we also got Demon Slayer for that entertainment arc. And then he is rolling and going back through Boruto and Naruto right now. But there's everything from Mario to a Chocobo soundtrack, uh, Link. Uh, a lot of Link themes, Zelda themes, and then Dragon Ball Super, any anime you can think of, My Hero Academia, uh, One Punch Man, he has made a variant of. But today's episode, if you guys are new to the Elijah Bailey Show, uh, the show is divided up each week into several different topics, and we reoccur those every single month. So the beginning of the month, we hit comics. Second week of the month is anime. Third week is video games. Fourth week is the Bailey Bugle. Fifth week, if there is one, is pretty much whatever the hell we want to talk about uh and the weeks have been they've been crazy they have been crazy because we have got uh some badass manga uh last week me and buck covered dragon ball super uh latest chapter 82 along with black clover's latest chapter uh this week uh the boy the boy luffy uh, Oda had Oda had busted up a lot of theories, a lot of fan theories. Oh my God! Sorry, Bucky just hit me up um, with these figures. Now, if you haven't followed us on, uh, we officially have a TikTok right now. We have 500 followers. We we went from. 70 followers to 500 just in the last two days uh we have some posts that are over 10,000 12k uh and i have reels that are on my facebook pages that are 34k 40k uh so check those out because you know me and buck are the old school anime heads and we're gonna give you that 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 vibe and right now we're vibing off toonami and i'm vibing off of some of the things that make me feel good about anime and speaking of anime, we're talking about one piece today because Luffy has hit a new stage. It is no, this chapter was the most anticipated one piece chapter in for, I don't know how long, but, um, yeah, we got a lot of information about Luffy. There's a lot of things that have come to light and a lot of things. Oda did a lot of things that nobody thought he debunked a lot of theories that they were solid theories too. And, uh, yeah, he debunked him. I mean, he didn't debunk him as much as he just fucking obliterated anything that we could ever think of. This is why he's one of the greatest mangaka out there. I mean, he's up there with Akira Toriyama and uh, fucking Tite Kubo and, and a couple other ones now. Hang on with me for one second. I'm getting ready to pull up audio for the show. For some reason, I got logged out of everything. So... Okay, there we go. That sounds good. That doesn't sound bad. Okay, so 
let's go ahead and dive into today's show. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for following. Thank you guys for watching. Um, now make sure, uh, you know what? Let's turn on some background music. Now I know last week's show, I, I it pissed me off because we had a bust ass show. There was audio gold being collected right from the very fucking beginning of the show. And the audio was way too loud. There's been some functions since the update that have, I made adjustments last time we had an update on this app and I had to adjust my audio one direction apparently they fixed it and they had, I had to bump it back down and I wasn't really re prepared for that so a couple minutes of the show the audio was too loud and I re-recorded over that if you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show you get the original audio there it's just hard to hear you really have to like stress a little bit <laughs> to hear and make sure that you know what we're saying um but I do want to say to Nami this is you know what let's pull this up and uh talk about this for a minute you're going yeah that's fine I got, facebook's got so many goddamn policies now uh this is kind of ridiculous but what do you guys think and i'm pulling everything up off to the side today uh but toonami i think two days ago actually posted a uh, picture of their brand new logo now i'm a toonami faithful uh, person, there's the Toonami logo down in the corner. Uh, how you guys feeling about that? What do you, what do you think about the new logo? I've been a, I've been rocking Toonami since um, middle school. I don't even know when the when the hell it was. I went to middle school. What year it was? I'm always bad with years like that. But the um, I, I don't I don't mind it. Um, Toonami has always been this deal where it's very consistent. Uh, what you get, what you see is what you get. We weren't really there for the logo, but there was a certain aesthetic associated with Toonami, and and I was just, I was always there for it. And then when I see it, I'm like, yes, this is my childhood. And uh, there's um, Toonami. There's some links that we'll give to you guys. They're there. They are. I didn't want to disrespect Kiss Anime, and I don't. Def I definitely don't want to disrespect the Toonami link. But there's a Toonami spot where you can go and you can get that East Coast and West Coast Toonami block. Buck has been enjoying it. He showed me a hey, hey, Kylo, come here. He showed me a Saturday morning uh, lineup. Got like an hour Inuyasha, hour of uh, Trigun, uh, Outlaw Star. There's just so so many fucking deals. and then they have uh, Beast Machines, which I have always known as Beast Wars, Transformers Beast Wars. There's so many different uh, shows and anime that we used to watch that come up, Kaiman Rider, and it's just like holy shit. I remember this. I remember these blocks. I remember these series coming out at that time. Yu Yu Hakusho, Roroni Kenshin, uh, Samurai Champloo, Sailor Moon. So. You are literally 24-7 watching um, Adult Swim slash Toonami. Uh, we will put that link out for you because that is just like a nostalgia hitter right there. If you want to make sure to go to bed, if you are from the 90s, if you're from, if you're born in the 80s like us, you're 86, baby, and uh, you went to sleep to Toonami, you want to listen to these shows as you go to sleep, we'll give you the link because it's just fucking amazing. But I like the logo that Toonami's putting up. It's it's new. It's still spacey. It's not too crazy because it doesn't feel like it's modern. It feels like it just moved up an era. So are they doing something specific with this next era that they're diving into? I don't know, but I enjoy the fact that Toonami still around. Adult Swim still around. They are thinking about relicensing a lot of different titles, but I also like the fact they're updating their logo and shit because that means they're still in the game. You know what I mean? Um, Boom, boom, boom. You listen to that Jujutsu Kaisen in the background from Rifty Beats. And again, his information is in chat. So that way you can go ahead and just follow him on YouTube or Spotify. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So we have, I have not been to see the Batman. I've, I've not been out yet to the movies. I am still on uh, home watch. For the COVID, nobody's talking about it no more. Everybody's like 
happy that wear they're not having to wear their mask and shit no more niggas coughing in the air and shit just nasty motherfuckers and shit and i'm just like i can't do it the first day at work that they lifted the covet ban they had like a potato bar bro i'm i am it's so weird i'm a fighter so you know you deal with all kinds of sweat spit blood piss shit all that shit and and it is so weird. There's certain things that are just nasty to me. And like the fucking potato bar where people are putting like spoons and dip and chili and then sitting it out on a napkin and there's no cover and shit. Like, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be this way, but white people, I don't like going to like big functions that you guys host because you don't, you don't cover your food right. You know, everybody's germs are everywhere. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like Hispanic, black, and, and, and Asian people. And, and I mean, Asian people are to that, that tipping point where they're tipping over into the white people category. But, like, when you have kids around food, you kind of watch. You make sure they don't dip their hands and shit in the food. And uh, But your adults don't also act like children as well. Like, people have manners and it's clean and... And just going in there and seeing and, and everything, the, the area, how clean it looked and the way that they had the food and shit. I'm like, this is dirty to the motherfucker, bro. Y'all act like we just didn't come off COVID watch. Uh, I still wear my mask. I don't I, see. I'm, I'm particular, though. Any job I work at, I don't leave. I don't take shit to put up in the fridge because you look at you go to your job. Look at your sink. Look at the dishes. Have they been sitting in cold water for a week? Is the shit got mold on it? Does it stink in that bitch? I, I just, I hate those deals. But I digress. Let's get into some shit that's more interesting than my habits. Now, we talked about a few things that were going on in anime right now. And if you guys have not checked out Kotaro Lives Alone, you know, let me go ahead and pull up his trailer. Kotaro Lives Alone was something that I did not think was going to be nearly as pivotal to me as it was because this looks like a show about a four-year-old living by himself, which it very much is. But with this four-year-old also, there's a there's a very dark story with it. Like um, people are trying to figure out where his parents are without being too pushy or you know not considering his feelings because he is a four-year-old they know that he's a kid but this four-year-old also acts like a, an adult now if you heard me talk about this before we had an episode with uh, the live action Bulma from the Dragon Ball Z Light of Hope series Rue Thompson um and I, I I didn't I don't think I mentioned it in the show but me and Rue first met when I went out to Cali to do things for Krillinet podcast where I had a Dragon Ball Z podcast and after show um, that I produced, and I went out there, and we were at a Funimation event for Fairy Tale, and I remember like I was jet lagged, so I was falling asleep, and she's she's like, "Come on, stay hanging there, hanging there, buddy, you got it," and trying to just keep me awake. But uh, yeah, we talked about this show, and at the time, my initial impressions of the show were it was about this four year old who was kind of happy because you have he doesn't have a family, but you see his neighbors becoming family with him. But you also have those dark topics where they don't want to ask about his parents, but they're all wondering about his parents. And then, like, how does he have money to pay for a place for himself? How does this and that? And then he has his hopes and his dreams that, you know, he can get strong enough to reunite with his father. And he wants to meet his mother again and have her tell him information. And you're like, you know, what? me and Jessica thought that he was a Dracula. We thought he was a vampire for a bit because he's like, he's talking in this feudal lord type voice to his neighbor and there's no way a kid could have all this money and live by himself and he's just acting kind of strange. He he says he doesn't know some things that a little kid wouldn't know, but then he's doing like grown up shit all the time. Then it comes to to be that this kid's life is just fucked up and as as depressing as this show is, there is a layer of hope in it. So Kotaro lives alone check that out on netflix it's only 10 episodes uh they're 24 minutes a piece i do believe and it, it was really really well done i did not think that there would be something and the art is the art it's not the best the most crisp um as you saw they have weird eyes but 
it is really really well done um i would put it up there with the way of the house husband mixed with uh i don't want to say uh hmm maybe something like Steinsgate or erased where there's like a lot of tension built in the air but coach Rowe lives alone is a title you guys need to check out um my rating for the 10 episodes I would say it's probably like a solid seven and a half, solid eight. I mean, I feel like it could be could be better, but the tone is kind of it, it feels like to me, it feels like there needs to be a second season before I can really fill this out because the tone kind of ended in a weird space. Um, but it makes you think in this real life issues, but uh, they do it in a good way. So I give it a seven and a half, eight out of ten. Um what else was out there? There's something on Anime News Network that I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, I wanted to take a look at this because I hadn't heard about this, but the Seven Deadly Sins Grudge of Indenburg in, uh, anime film reveals a cast. And I didn't know they had another film, but next re- Netflix revealed new cast members for the Seven Deadly Sins Grudge of Indenburg. Uh, so that in Japanese is uh, Nanatsu no Taizai, Insu no Indenburg. Um, the all new two part anime film. So it's a two part. Okay. So um, let's see. I'm trying to see if they have a synopsis. Like, really, there's no synopsis for this. They uh, just tell you, like, the new voice actors in here. But I didn't know, like, the artwork looks okay. I didn't know they were going to do another two-part film because of everything that they did on Netflix already. But uh, let's see. When does it drop? Uh, we already have The Dragon's Judgment. That one came out. There's no date on when it drops yet in 2020. Oh, wait a second. Here it is. Oh, no. Yeah, it says still be too announced uh, 2022, but it's supposed to be out this year, though. So we'll check it out whenever it comes out. But um, I do like the artwork they have for Miliotis and the and some of the other characters. Uh, go to Anime News Network if you want to check out this piece of news. But uh, they added you know three new voice cast members, and they're trying to announce some of the other ones. Um, again, it's going to be the same voice cast that you know for your your characters of the Seven Deadly Sins. If you not had watched the Seven Deadly Sins, it's a story about a cursed soul who basically puts together a a band of warriors, and they are all based off of the Seven Deadly Sins: uh, wrath, greed, all that stuff. And uh, they are trying to not only save Britannia and the princess, but also help out their captain, who is the lone soul that has put together this group. And it's very interesting because the cursed souls are intertwined with the princess that they're trying to save. Uh, There have been four seasons out right now, and I think four uh, OVAs Netflix has put out. And they're getting ready to come out with this two-part one. So jump in. Animation is very, very clean. Uh, the fighting is amazing in there. People try to downplay Seven Deadly Sins. But Seven Deadly Sins is solid. It's a solid anime title. It's it's a great fighter. Uh, if you want to see battles that are sometimes one-sided. But a lot, of, a lot of times there's just a hint of trickery in there uh, with their Seven Deadly Sin abilities. Now... The, the cold part is they have weapons and these weapons are catered to them. And these weapons also have the ability to make them. They like use the strongest version of their abilities and they continue to get stronger throughout the series. But they are steadily whooping people's ass just with their strength alone. So there's a lot of sides to this, but I do like the way that they um, came up with Miliotis's full counter as his ability because it just reminded me of classic old school anime. Uh, just fuckery that I, that I love. So check out that. Um, let's see if there's anything else. There's not too much out, really. I know that um, a couple things got announced as getting some second seasons. Uh, the Golden Commune is, is getting a fourth season, which premieres in October. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk about that was fucking hilarious. And now I can't remember what it was. There's been so much news. And then everybody, and we'll get to it. We will get to it, believe me. But everybody has been talking about Luffy's new gear and who he is and what this means about One Piece. Like, 
because we had a week off for the last two weeks and then it just came to a head when everything dropped but okay i don't have anything else so without further ado let's take a little pause for the cause uh you guys keep listening to rifty beats i'll be right back when we come back we're gonna dive into the sun god nika the hito hito no me human mystical zone fruit nika and its user its wielder our boy monkey d luffy and the straw hat pirates right after this be right back Anime Tracks, your one-stop shop for high-quality tracksuits. We offer a variety of colors and styles for your training needs. Guaranteed to increase your athletic ability, the only thing not allowed is mix-matching the colors of your suit. Anime Tracks, for when your training is serious. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Welcome back, folks. We just got to play. Just watch it in the corner. Like these, these pirates right here. The Straw Hat Pirates. Now, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you're like, what is he talking about watching the corner? I'm on my way to work listening to this podcast because the podcast drops every Thursday. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can watch this show live at 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on twitch.tv forward slash underscore 5000 or on Edge Gaming, EJB Gaming on Facebook and a motherfucking ass Edge Gaming bastard that... Um, was was prevalent and you know we were like hey this man is uh, out here on youtube go ahead and support him he made other channels with the ejb so that way we couldn't have it so fuck him go ahead and follow our channel boost our numbers up and let's overtake this some bitch because we was trying to be nice you know we using our initials for this fucking channel he being an asshole so um Let's go ahead and get back into it. So that the trailer that the that you guys are watching, the things that you're seeing, uh, we're watching One Piece and the Straw Hat Pirates. Uh, it's one of the things that has. Uh, oh no, we don't want to do this one. Hang on, folks. We gotta go back and get the right one. Now, uh, the th there's nothing like when the Straw Hat Pirates pull up on somebody, or they all come together because you're like, oh shit. The straw hats, the straw hats are here. Uh, they're they're right here. They're pulling up on everybody. What are we doing? There we go. There's just a way about Luffy and his crew. There's just a way about this man, the man that says he's going to be king of the pirates. Um, but yeah, One Piece is just beautiful right now. There's just when they pull up, it makes you feel like you need to have a crew that's that devoted as well. Just like watching Hitman Reborn or Kate Kill Hitman Reborn. I feel when you have like really great anime groups that pull up, everybody has a mind of their own. Like this right here, like that little scene right there at Usopp, like uh, they're complaining because everybody has wings and they're in the air. And uh, Nico Robbins is walking. It's like, well, if you pull their wings off, they'll be caterpillars. And Usopp's like, oh, he's just giving me the creeps when you say shit like that. Chopper bounces in. It's like, you know, they're strong, but our captain's stronger. It's like everybody has their own mindset, but they're a team. They're coming together and they're about to whoop ass. And this is Luffy's crew. Luffy wanted 10, he wanted a crew of 10. So if you don't know, about this crew we have monkey d luffy the captain we have oronor zoro the right hand man uh to 
the future king of the pirates, the the world's greatest swordsman, are on the way to be. We have another wing of the of the pirate king, uh, Sanji Vinsmoke. Leave off the Vinsmoke. Don't disrespect him. Who is in essentially like a cyborg right now? So we have two cyborg kind of on uh, Luffy's team, but he's got the blue flames coming out. He's got Lanarian DNA. This boy has some shit going on. We also have the navigator for this crew. Nami. We also have the architect, the devil child herself, Nico Robin. Girl, so bad that when she was a kid, they put a bounty on her head of uh, what was it, 70? 70 million 77 that they hit this they hit her up her bounty was so high as a kid like if it was if it was a credit score she would have been off the charts she ain't she ain't got nothing to worry about that's how high they put her shit uh we also have the shipwright cyborg frankie who has made his way into one of vegapunk the world's greatest scientist's uh, lab and even furthered his technological advancements on his body we have the god sniper usoff uh who wants to be a true man of the sea we have the dr tony tony chopper we have the musician of the ship mr fucking humming brook who is the the man that has lived the longest on the crew um who's technically dead but kind of not dead and um this crew right here uh, and we can't forget about the Thousand Sunny, the ship that they're on. But this crew right here, they, they give me hope every single time that they hit the floor. They come out. Uh, they they just they're all about fun and adventure, but they're always you know they're not always, but they're good. They're good guys. That's all we're gonna say. They're good. Now in this latest chapter of One Piece, we are on Onigashima, and uh, Luffy had just been hit by uh, Kaido they were interrupted by CP Zero's blue uh, and he came out of nowhere he got a, a this is the deal when we talk about the government and how big brother the government is in one piece they are they have tabs on everything that's happening immediately as it happened they have agents out everywhere to take care and turn things immediately in their favor now monkey d luffy was fighting kaido kaido has taken over onigashima and land of wano and oppressed the people for over 20 years and luffy is all about freedom he wants to be the freest on the seas um and this is just tying more into this now we have this story of the sun god nika who is said to be a person of a deep inspiration and liberation to the people and always laughs and when you're around them you are just overcome with the joy that instills hope and that is one of the things that's dangerous because with hope anything is possible um, we also have Kaido, uh, the man, the strongest beast on the planet. Almost, he is the Yujiro Hanma of One Piece because he literally threw himself off of Sky Island and just fell, didn't catch himself, hit the ground, and still lived and got up. He is trying to find a way to kill himself because he feels that death completes a man. Uh, he says that Roger and Whitebeard, those motherfuckers did it right because they died. They completed their journey. They left greatness. They inspired change in the world. And that's the kind of person Kaido wants to be. But he has been experimented on. Uh, he looks like he's a part of the, the ogre clan. So he just can't die. Like Kaido cannot die. He cannot be killed. And so this is where his dilemma is. He thought he was going to be Joy Boy, but he feels like death is the next step of an awakening, which we see that it is. So we're going to go over this. Mm. There's some points that I want to cover. Now, I've read several different translations. This is the Viz Media translation, and it seems more like it's been... There's been some things added and uh, translations aren't a word for word. We've talked about this before because, you know, me and Richard have learned some Japanese. I do Russian and so on and so forth. You are translating the idea or the concept of something between two language barriers. So if I say I am a doctor, some places just say I doctor. But as long as it conveys the same message, that's what you're getting at. So that's why you have come compromising translations but one of the things that i did enjoy is the fact that luffy's heartbeat 
And if you look at Oda's artwork, and I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna show anything right now. Uh, I'll show a couple panels just because we don't get hit by Toei and shit on YouTube. But if you look in the panels, you see little words like Doom Dut Dada, Doom Dut Dada. That's Luffy's heartbeat now. So what has happened is the Joy Boy theory, as well as Luffy getting his next Gear Five, has been combined together. So the Goro say, like I was saying has commissioned uh, Luffy's death. Now, earlier on in a couple chapters, they commissioned that Nico Robin needed to be captured, then Nico Robin needed to die, and nobody would notice in this big-ass battle. Well, Luffy fighting Kaido, and the possibility that Kaido could lose, and also Law and fucking... Um, Eustace Kid fighting Big Mom. It, it, they didn't want the new generation to win because that gives people too much hope that, that, that all the shit that's out there and, and what the possibility is you can chase your dreams, that some of these uh, warlords or emperors aren't as tough as they used to be because the world's been turned upside down in its head. There's no more seven warlords of the sea anymore, which they were when we first started this series. The four emperors are doing different things. We had uh, Shanks going and talking directly to the Gorose, the Gorose, which are the five elders, if you if you guys aren't understanding the terminology so there's been a lot of things going on and so oh shit and so uh zunisha our big ass elephant that has been roaming the sea as punishment for 800 years because they were a part of joy boy's team his his crew back in the past is roaming up and the last deal we got in the chapter once luffy was knocked out uh because the battle was interrupted again just like kaido's match against ozen kazuki uh zanisha pulls up and he's like he is here here joy boy is here so now we're going into 1044 uh you see this looming zanisha like half of the elephant's head is sticking up through the clouds you see the body you also see the the navy ships that are on standby because they're not going to let the straw hat pirates leave they're trying to kill these motherfuckers right after this shit um so you hear you see all this stuff but you have these bubbles and like as you read them you're like oh this is luffy because he says what happened to me why can i still stand even though i lost i'm having fun for some reason ah ha 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 and his laughter changes from what it normally is you know luffy has that he has that <laughs> that goku <laughs> laugh you know when he be when he gets into it but he also has that grin too ever since you've seen luffy's grin since the beginning like oh this motherfucker like that it didn't roger smile like that is this roger's kid or something like that and then we found out that wasn't true if you want to know who was roger's kid and that shit read one piece watch one piece but you keep getting the next three panels doom da 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 and that's luffy's heartbeat and then you hear uh um momonosuke say luffy is joy boy and then yamato says is that what zunisha is saying and then the other translation i had is zunisha said that so the voice of all things we know that yamato has we know that gold d roger had we know that luffy has where you can hear um the animals that are like, like the sea kings and zunisha and things like that and so Luffy's awakening now has confirmed what people have thought. And Zunisha confirmed it too, that he is Joey Boy. And then we get more information as we go into this chapter. But the one thing that I want to note is we have seen Zoro's Conqueror's hockey. We've seen his hockey improve through this arc. Some people say this is a Zoro-centric arc because there's samurai and it's the land of Wano. I feel we have more ties to Zoro's backstory because we still haven't got things. But I feel like this is a... a arc that each straw hat kind of had to go through we have a chopper arc where he actually has to be a doctor and come up with a cure in the midst of this battle we have a nico robin arc where she proves that she is the demon child for monkey d luffy the man she believes is going to be king of the pirate we have a nami arc where she upgrades her abilities and get instills um fluff sir fluff from big mom and she also says twice like her she gives her faith in luffy so she grows uh brooke grows as he battles with uh alongside nico robin and then sanji not one to be a monster like his brothers and one to live by the code that his adoptive father zeph you gave him and who he is everybody's going through their own mini arcs and so sanji wakes up in the pleasure hall the left brain tower 
And he's like, ah, and she's like, you're awake, Sir Pirate. And he's like, "Ah, Luffy. And he's looking up so everybody can hear Luffy in this state. And he's just talking to himself. The kid looks up. Law looks up. uh, Everybody's looking up, even Marco. And then uh, Marco's like, hey, he's still breathing. And and Nami's crying like Luffy's alive. And uh, let's skip ahead just a bit. We go and the next panel is the girl say in um, the sacred Mary Joa. And, you know, anytime you're Mary Joa, you're going to get these backstories. So now they're trying to give context to why this is happening, because supposedly before Luffy got knocked out, he was battling Kaido and he was getting ready to give Kaido his full strength and that was going to be it. That was going to be all he could do. He couldn't muster up any more power. That was his final attack and got interrupted and then we thought that was it for Luffy. Now we we didn't know if, like, we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we was like, Luffy's got to win. Luffy's got to do this. And it's like, does Luffy have to win? Like, uh, some people think it's too soon for Luffy to be the fifth emperor of the sea. They think it's too soon for Luffy to get this ability to, to fight with Kaido. But I feel like Luffy's paid his dues. I think it's time with uh, with the way that these battles go in One Piece. They're not normal battles. And people do get power-ups and do get better as excuse me they engage in battle because luffy clearly went up to the top to the dome uh to fight kaido with um how can i say like almost like no damn chance of winning and what i mean by that is like he really came out and was just figuring shit out because he didn't even know to infuse his conqueror's hockey with uh you know, with his abilities that he had gained, he didn't know how to to get to that point until he met up with Kaido, and Kaido was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's how you do it." Kaido, Kaido is basically training Luffy. Wise, he's doing what Goku did to Kale and Khalifa. Like, oh yeah, you need to do this. You need to, this is how you get stronger because right now, you know, your hits are okay, but they they're not hurting me. You know, and so uh, he he's leveling up and. We think about Whitebeard versus uh, Roger. They had like a three-day brawl with Roger versus going against the back. Roger and Garp going against the back, which would have been Kaido, Big Mom, and Whitebeard and their youngest, and stopping them. That went on for days. Like these fights go on like that, and so Luffy having all these fights in the performance hall and going all the way up to the top of the dome and fighting Kaido a couple of times and getting beat and coming back. That's nothing new. People do that all the time. If there's a way to come back and win a match, that's what's going to happen. So let's get back to the manga. Degorio says talking about this and they're talking about how the uh, they've changed the name of a fruit and the gum gum fruit is the one that they've changed, but it has always eluded them. And they have never been able to recover it in over 800 years. Uh, devil fruits, especially Zoan devil fruits, do have a particular characteristic of their own to where they have a life of their own. But the fruit that Luffy has has now been confirmed as the Zoan type human human fruit. So the Nico Nico Nomi uh, mythical type mode Nika. So possessing a body with the proper uh, pro- uh, properties of rubber and fighting. Uh, in whatever way he fancies, bringing smiles to the faces of people, the warrior of liberation, also known as Nika, the sun god, awakening brings his rubbery body greater physical strength and freedom. It is said that in all the world, this is one of the most ridiculous or there is no power more ridiculous now that's one translation this is the viz media translation. Um, the other one that I got broke it down I was saying like his physical strength. And um, his physical, mental strength, anything that he he imagines he can do. So a couple of things happen. We cut from the Goryosei giving us the actual name. Like, so out of the mythical fruits, like really in Luffy's crew, Luffy made Chopper look like shit because Chopper ate the human human fruit. But he's just a normal human human fruit. We're talking about Luffy is a mythical Zoan now. And there's only several mythical Zoans that we know of. And he is the mythical Zoan human human fruit type Nika. So a sun god fruit with the ability to create laughter and inspire others uh, as they battle on. And really his mind is the ability. So we cut from this. uh, Hiori 
has uh, hit um, this fucking piece of shit uh, Orochi with some sea stone nails and he is trapped under rubble so he can't transform and she's sitting there talking about how her father upheld a promise and she is just like at this point you can tell she's lost her shit and she's like you know what he did what he was supposed to do you said you were going to do something he never even told his family why he was doing it and he held up his word he and then he tries to say some shit to say like oh your father was this and then she's like my name is kazuki hiori hold your tongue you knave and she just like she's busting out in tears but she is coming to her own having to live through all this bullshit for the last 20 years waiting for her brother and the other samurai what's up what's up buck said i went and started my luffy journey this morning yeah dude it's so nasty it is so nasty but uh, she she cries because this journey is something she's lived by herself her brother and the scabbers were sent into the future for 20 years so she had nobody and she got to live in rags and she talks about that i lived in rags and you're the worst shogun you insult the people and orochi in pure bitch mode fashion still trying to get Kanjiro's little flame to burn her and in the Viz Media translation he just falls over on Orochi. In the other translation I read he tells him that Orochi is wrong in his doing and he defies him and burns him to and when what we can assume is to death because Orochi can't use his devil fruit powers right now and he's trapped on the rubble burning. Um and then he he already says the dawn is sure to come. Now, if we listen to Bink Saki, it talks about fighting until the dawn. If you can hold on um, and not give up, dawn will come. And so basically so will the sun god. That's when victory will come. So we go back to Luffy and Luffy's body's kind of stretched. He said, oh, I can do everything I want to do. I think I can fight a bit longer. My heartbeat sounds funny. And it goes back to that doom da da da. He said, this is the pinnacle of what I can do. This is gear five. And you see anytime Luffy does anything, the whole fucking panel has these black lightning streaks coming out and everybody feels it. Everybody's like, what? And then Luffy's knocking out motherfuckers from on top of the dome. So don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. Kaido's strong. Kaido and Luffy were fighting on top of the dome and they still weren't knocking down people that were fighting below them inside the dome with their hockey because they had to infuse Supreme Conqueror's hockey uh, in their fighting to be able to hit each other. Luffy's hockey now after awakening his fruit, the Hitohito no the human human fruit his hockey is knocking them out and then Kaido's like what is it man and he looks up he's like what is up there on the roof and real one translation is like supreme conquerors hockey it's and he looks up and it's luffy so luffy there's a hole he busts his hand through like the fucking kool-aid man and grabs kaido's dragon body and squishes it like you would just like a little garden snake and somebody's like is that supreme king's hockey kaido looks and then it gets kind of looney tunes law um, and kid look up choppers crying says is that luffy and you see this little gummy gummy smile he pulls kaido up through the roof slings him and then all of a sudden you see Kaido's eyes coming out there's eyes throughout the panel where his head would be because Luffy's spinning him around in a circle Luffy his body is contorted and doesn't even look human like anymore it looks like he's using and we've seen this before when he started Onigashima he could use um, his uh, bone balloon technique the giant technique without having to blow up his hand so he can just expand it at will it seems like his body is inflated and expanded without looking Looking like bounce man because um, he's got that flaming red hair now as the sun god nika he's spinning kylo around he's thrashing him around like the hulk did uh loki and then he's just laughing and he's like ah, ah, this is so fun and he's like kaido after taking this is like straw hat luffy you survived and he's like thank you and he's bah breast breath blast you know how piccolo used to surprise blast people in the face like hey goku blah and he like hit him and you know goku got hit through the heart in that last tournament well luffy like his eyes pop out of his head and his tongue comes out looney tune style and he's like whoa he leans back as he laughs Grabs the ground with some big ass knuckle ass Kamala Khan Miss Marvel fingers, pulls up the earth and deflects the blast to him and it hits Kaido. He's sitting there laughing and leaning back with the picture that you see right now in gear five. And then Kaido says, I'm sorry about that idiot earlier. 
I didn't want to win that way. And Luffy says, don't sweat it. Let's finish this. This is the latest chapter. This is what everybody's talking about. Luffy has made it to the place where he has awakened his devil fruit, just like our boy Dofi, Doflamingo, who hit the world around him would turn into string, right? And then we had Katakuri, who was categorized as a Logia in early chapters, kind of like if you start reading One Piece like Buck is, you'll notice that Zoro's name is Zolo in the beginning, but it gets changed to Zoro be- the same way that, you know, Marvel and DC both couldn't have, uh, you know, um, uh, yeah, Mr. Marvel, you know, Shazam had to be changed to Shazam and shit like that. So it's the same thing. Um, he got category got changed from Lugia to a special Paramecia because anything that his ability turned into Mochi and he could use that and he could change the world around him so that's why Luffy can Looney Tune the fucking world um, everything is he has every property and ability of rubber now people were theorizing that um, the Saba Odi where Saba Odi is what happens before and after the pre-time like the time skip they meet there Kuma comes transports them all over over the world after ace is passing and then luffy tells him hey let's hold off for two years and get stronger kind of like naruto and then we'll peace up back here in sabaody and we'll go on our adventure and we'll go to fishman island so during that time um if you're a ninja being seen can be a problem especially if you're seen wearing subpar footwear make sure to visit shinobi sandals to make sure if you're seen you're seen in style. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Black & Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Black & Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms, Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's blackened. We see that Oda talks about his favorite panels. He talks about Saba and there's some rising that's hitting the panel. That's a natural substance that comes out and just coats it can be used to coat ships, but it has these properties and we know that rising can heat up and Kaido along with, you know, a few others, not too many others. I think Katakuri says something about too, that Luffy's ability is not being that of rubber because his gear for snake man could bend in various directions where rubber can't do that. You would have to heat up and, and cool down simultaneously to make it do that. And they thought that that was rising, but it turns out this motherfucker is just a sun God Nika. So, uh, Luffy is that Nika. Luffy's invited to the. He's invited to the to the to the company picnic. No, not the company picnic. Luffy's always been invited to the picnic though, because Luffy's like, you know, let's play dominoes. Ah, let's play spades. Like he'll keep the party going. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, this chapter has just continued to showcase uh, Oda Senpai's greatness in the manga space. And I feel like this is a series that's going to end and wrap up perfectly, like Demon Slayer. Um, and I don't want to say de- uh, Death Note, but like Death Note, it had an ending. They had endings. People have come up with fan endings, but they've had clear endings. So uh, One Piece is just killing the game right now. I, I just can't do anything. Um, I don't know. I start When One Piece first came to Fox Kids and came to Shonen, I was on board. I had really started to, I think I already had my membership with Shonen Jump. that They'd send me a book in the mail. That's that rock eyebrow for you guys. And then I was watching on Fox Kids. And I love that voice acting, that dub from the original Fox Kids one. The ones that we have now, not so much, but I understand. Uh, 
but I, I watched it and I was enamored with the story and I've seen the changes like you know you used to have Sanji and every and Smoker with their cigarettes and they changed them to candy and lollipop I've known they changed dialogue before the intros like the American intros and shit and I still am enamored with the story since it started there's so many things that we have seen in secret and that, that Oda has tied back and I love it like if the fans are like oh Zoro's dad is this because I did a show I did a whole fucking show like how Zoro is a Shimotsuki uh that's why he was uh, left in Shimotsuki village and this and that and uh Oda's like no that's not his dad so you go oh okay never mind fuck it just he just uh, uh, okay there's some, there's somebody else that could be his dad I mentioned them so that might be it but I ain't saying nothing but Oda really interacts with the fans he really interacts with the theories and then he gives you curveballs and be doing it for 1044 chapters and be doing a weekly manga series and being hands-on i'm i can't wait for the live action because he is hands-on and i hope it is done well i don't want it to be just unique like the cowboy bebop one was i want it to be fucking done well because he said he wants to honor it and he really loves his work and the place that he goes to eat at every week when he watches one piece in the restaurant and sees how the kids react that gives him motivation to keep doing his work i just want it to be respected that's it so if you guys have not started reading one piece go ahead and read it it's, it's beautiful um what else am i reading right now I think the only other thing, like, let me grab this real quick, folks. Old man. Okay, I got uh, this right here. If you guys have never, well, I hit all upside down. There we go. Jing One. Um, this is basically the King of Bandits. It's a pretty, it reminded me of Mar. And then also uh, Zatch Bell, kind of. But he's in this city full of bandits. Anything can get stolen. And he there's like challenges you have to do. You can do favors to get specific information or gifts and shit like that. The other one, which is really being talked about right now on Viz Media, Uzamaki. Got that, that Junji Ito. And... I went ahead... Had to go ahead and start the collection, you know. You already know the series, right? You already know these these beautiful works, these things that keep me entertained. Yeah, I'm just feeling in the, in that dark area right now in life, a <laughs> dark area in life right now where nothing matters. And no, I just want to. I want some good horror. I want some good. Uh, some good series to just sink my my face into narratively. Say, oh snap, he got the Bible. There we go. That's what it is. Bible coming ten ten editions. Hey, I'm gonna be traveling, selling them door to door. Have you heard about your Lord and Savior Griffith? Yeah. Have you heard about your Lord and Savior, the God Hand? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get in to read some more because I'm also reading Haiku. Uh, Prince of Tennis, Siren, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Phantom Blood. Just because there are so many different narrative twists in there. Of course, like Haikyuu, I've if you guys have checked out the latest reels or any posts I made on Instagram, Haikyuu is just one like it's just fucking amazing and to watch volleyball at in 60 frames per second in 4K. It's the same as what y'all watched with Luffy and them just now. It's just beautiful. But to go back and read through that story and then see the panels that were brought to live and where they came from but also the the accuracy they they go in detail with for volleyball it's just amazing i just love it um more so siren for that horror type sci-fi shit and same thing with jojo's because they're, they're stabbing a bitch in the chest this is the very first opening scene and taking her blood and rubbing it on the mask so they can become vampires so it's i just need that in my life i need those gritty anime and manga as well as my classic ones so remember that that tsunami i was telling y'all buck was watching with his son and you see you look in the little boy's eyes and he's just like like this is better than dora this is better than the um baby shark is better than fucking whatever the shit they watch now like back in the day you parents talked about a wide array of kids shows from sesame street to the nickelodeon shit gullah gullah island you had disney and shit and now there's like dora and baby shark and maybe like a guppy show or some shit and it's just you gotta get them on the old shit so to see the father son watching anime and watching the tsunami block that's that right there it's America.
Now, that's just like good. This is perfect parenting right there. If your kid's not watching that first episode and you, you hawk is showing like, damn, I can't chase shit out into the street. They, what are you doing? Perfect example. That's how you teach your kid right there. Um, okay, let's go ahead and continue uh, to round up the show. It's almost been an hour, folks. Uh, which, you know, I just wanted to come in and talk today and chill out. It has been a very rough, stressful week. And um, for the podcast, sometimes you get bogged down with a lot of news and stuff. And we don't just get to chill and talk. But I've been I've been with One Piece um, all this week. And I've been really, really enjoying the, the manga chapters. The uh, these episodes I've been watching again, went back and watched that fucking Davy back fights like the 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 amount of piracy that's done there it's like watching pirates of the caribbean but in anime form you know because barbosa wasn't no bitch and barbosa wasn't like i want to pretend to be a pirate him and jack sparrow they were pirates jack was jack was a betrayer jack was a survivor that's what he did barbosa was like i am that motherfucker bro you see the feather you see how long this feather is in my fucking hat don't don't this is my shit you know jack made a fucking he had a deal with Davy Jones. Those are pirates, you know. Those they they they're not pretending right there. And One Piece kind of it lives up to that, giving you pirate ass pirates. Because I'm not gonna lie, Foxy, he's a pirate. He played by the game rules, and I give it up to him. Doflamingo, he's a pirate. Kaido, he's a pirate. They all have their own goals. And Kaido's like, I'm coming in swinging ten inches. What you got? Put it on the table. If you ain't up to standard, you I'm a you can you can. You know what you can do. Go ahead, try to pick it up, big boy. Okay, now carry that for me back to the uh, yeah, back to the room. Okay, there we go. So, I love the series, but uh, anime and manga of the month. Let's go ahead and round out today's show. This is the anime of the month, and this show is so beautiful, my boy Boji. This is ranking of kings. Now it just ended season one now we have some bad news season two may not come until 2023 or 2024 so or actually shit no i don't listen to that three to four years is what it is it might be a three or four year delay on the next season which sucks because the art is phenomenal as you see the story is amazing but how prosperous your nation is how many powerful warriors it boasts and how heroic and strong it is or its king is these are the criteria that factor into the system known as the ranking of kings the main character boji was born the first king uh the first prince of the kingdom ruled by king bosu who is ranked number seven but boji was born unable to hear and is so powerless that he can't even swing a sword in consequence his own retainers and the public look down upon him as com- uh, completely unfit to be king but it is then that baji finds his very first friend kage and baji's life takes a dramatic turn and it is a phenomenal story you can find this on the shit we ain't got nowhere else to go but Crunchyroll now um 24 episodes this drop october 15 2021 and it really is that story like he's he's like a secret hero because you don't know what he's capable of. And then when he starts busting it out, you're like, OK, I see Baji. Baji got tired of people talking shit on him. OK, I can understand. I can understand your plight right now. But he's also got this this heart of gold that you want to see succeed. You want to see him do well. And the and I mean, like like they said, his retainers, his stepmama, like a lot of people are are doubting him. A lot of people are saying bullshit to his face. And this motherfucker can read lips. And but he is so sweet. He doesn't say shit about it. So it kind of it's kind of fucked up. Um, next manga of the month is one that's kind of fucked up i told you i was in this mood when i picked manga of the month sorry about it folks but fire punch chapter one it says those born with the ability to perform miracles are called the blessed and then the boy says lord i don't care if i die but please save luna and give us your merciful flame and it says it is because of the blessed called the ice witch that the world is now enveloped in snow starvation and madness and the very first panel after this this motherfucker is getting dirty look at this boys and girls he's getting his arm chopped off the freezing masses yearn for fire and there's a world where people can get their limbs chopped off and regrow them 
You see right there, Luna, his sister, chops his arm off. You're like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? That's crazy. And he's like, ow, 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 owie. That hurt. <laughs> see, the, the sounds, the voice takes the, the weirdness out of it, I, I feel like. And then you see his arm slowly start to grow back. And she's like, brother, you're looking pale. We should take a break. He's like, bitch, we'll stop after seven rounds today. No, keep chopping, Luna. And so you find out they're basically chopping up arms and they're giving the flesh to people to consume because in this post-apocalyptic world, they have all become cannibals due to this kind of curse blessing type deal. And these brothers and sisters are going throughout uh you know their life trying to navigate with these powers and abilities and sometimes they can join groups uh that have some some special special missions they take out they carry out and i say special missions because i don't want to give anything up but this is another one that i'm sorry i got i got attracted to but this is your your manga of the month this is fire punch so go ahead and uh you can read this at viz media but again it is a uh, 18 plus so uh, they'll ask you for your age in there you guys can do what you normally do you can lie <laughs> and watch it but anime of the month is ranking of kings manga of the month is fire punch we talked about luffy hidden gear five because luffy's my nika right now with the hito hito no me model nika is here gear five luffy has come looney tunes full circle roger rabbit and the shit out of kaido's ass hulk blasting hulk bustering him as everybody continues to um bring their hope now we watch those clips for one piece because at that current moment that is when they really took the fight to kaido and his top performers and people were like i don't know why but i feel like i can trust that man i don't know why but i feel i have i'm inspired by him and it's not only you know what he exudes in his devil fruit but it is also just the 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 curse of d that is what the people of d have they inspire others to do shit they would normally do to be better to fight harder to live on and so this war is not over yet but the Goro say the five elders are so afraid of Luffy winning this battle and what is to come because he does have one of the world's cry like Luffy. No shit. Luffy's about to have the top bounty in the fucking world. Now, I will say right now, um, Gold Roger, his dad, Dragon, um, uh, fucking uh, Whitebeard have those motherfuckers with them big ass bounties is, is amazing but you look at people like Shanks who's has the highest overall bounty for every member of his fucking crew and nobody knows if these niggas got devil fruits or not or, or what they just know they're badass pirates and they're the ones who originally stole the gum gum fruit or the hito hito no mi model nika uh, from the world government which got who's who put his ass in jail and shit and that's why he busted out and he's with kaido now but you know it is so detrimental to them i feel like luffy's bounty is gonna be like six billion or some shit like it's gonna be the top bounty because he's got that joy boy shit like they had to erase this motherfucker's name they had to rename the devil fruit just so people can find it and they still didn't find it for 800 years that's how important it is to him and luffy getting to this point now it is heading to the end of this series and i feel like his bounty is going to be huge but will luffy live at the end of this will he die i don't know he's he's been saying if he gives his life for what he believes he's fine with that and he might in that way on the top i don't think he's gonna get the disease like roger but i feel like something's gonna happen so um we went over that we also talked about um the top of the show what you're you know all the shit that's going on and just like a couple of news stories that i had for you guys but thank you guys for joining me thank you guys for being here make sure to check out the moon Knight series we're going to talk about it's coming out on the 30th this month on disney plus there's also a new attack on titan you guys need to watch i need to watch uh my dress up darling uh fans are begging for a season two if you haven't watched it watch that now uh that's the next one on my list but thank you guys for joining today's episode of the elijah bailey show this is so fun thank you guys for joining jessica last night i am e a part of the e and j she is j a part of the e and j she played uh animal crossing that shit was funny as fuck uh you know i'll get back in here with my streams but um 
there's things, more things to come. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just loving every fucking thing that's going on right now, anime-wise, manga-wise, uh, even video game-wise. A lot of shit I want to play for you guys. But we're here for the podcast from God's Own Wood. This is episode 308 of the World's Greatest Podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Check us out on our TikTok, The Elijah Bailey Show TikTok page. Also... I will be giving you guys my uh, promo code and shit for HelloFresh. Ran into some issues. Next stream I do, and see now I'm putting my foot in my mouth. The next stream I do, we'll have the HelloFresh promos and shit up for you guys. So you can go ahead and get your HelloFresh on and get your uh, meals with our promo code and shit like that. Because I know that, that like the deals that fuck me up are fast food. I hate having to eat fast food all the time. So we love cooking. So HelloFresh just saves the time and the effort of trying to think. Because I'm like, I, I get meals I like. I love spaghetti squash. And, and fucking chicken and dumplings and shit like that. And I want to have those all the time. Well, you know, we talk about health and fitness. That is not always the healthiest thing to do. So with HelloFresh, we can go ahead and order food. So um, they meet this, the parameters and shit that I want for my, my meals. And I can do my meal prep that way. But I'll talk about more of that when we have actual information for you guys. But that is one of our new spotters, HelloFresh, as well as I can't tell you the other one just yet. There's some things that are in in uh in discussion now but be looking for that because that just only makes things better for you because that means i can bring you some gifts and giveaways and bullshit but thank you guys for joining episode 308 of the elijah bailey show i'll be back next week with this show but join us on tuesday for vinland saga remember vinland saga tuesday and thursdays at noon and then this week we do have an episode of a little bit of anime so be prepared for that Yes, we do. Had to just make sure. And then we have our Saturday morning come through. Now that everything is updated on the computer, there's no other issues I have. We will be back playing some games. Saturday, we did Mario Kart. You got to see your boy come through and win the first couple matches. You know, Jessica came back and got me. But we'll be doing more of that. Dragon Ball Fighters, Naruto, all that shit. And JoJo's because I got it now. Thank you guys for joining me. Make sure to hit that follow button. And that like button, if you're over here on uh, Twitch, follow. Get us up to our next goal. We're at 286 followers, four more, and we hit 290. And then another 10, we're at 300. And we do our watch through, our drunken watch through, as we play the Dragon Ball Evolution drinking game and watch that shit. Um, and if you guys... Uh, if you guys want to know how we feel about it, go to previous podcast episodes. Just listen to us talk about this because we've been leading up to this for about almost a month now. So check that out. But yeah, gets to 300, 10 subs. We watch this. We drink when we watch it. Uh, also, the community just builds. Join the Discord. Click on the links. Go there. Uh, we just want to make sure that you guys are having fun and happy. And these are safe places for you. So come join us. Come talk the shit that we love to talk. Anime, manga, video games, all that shit. I'm Elijah 5000. And uh, I'll see you next time. Peace. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buck, we appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.